0: you live from wheelsey South Carolina it's the 10 point podcast my name is Bruce and my easygoing nature is getting sorely tested with me on family fun day this week don't let him in your mouth it's Chris <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like something that fell off my dick during I the war it's Andy <laughs> <a> how <laughs> do you you Yes, once he said it, I thought, it's obvious, but I've got to go for it. We are I the 10 Point Podcast. back to you,
1: but I thought, yeah. I'll, I'll wait, because you're going to say it at some point.
0: Yeah. Also, I never, ever respond to whatever you say whenever I introduce you as well. I've noticed that on the podcast. <laughs> it's like I've got a script and you haven't. Um, we are the 10 Point Podcast. You can find us wherever you get podcasts. Hopefully, all three of us at the same audio level this week. Um, but if we'll... you do
2: love the sound of Bruce's voice, it will put you to sleep, Next,
0: <laughs> So, so <yeah>. loud. <laughs> People tell me that all the time. Uh, yes, yeah, 10 Point Podcast. That is us search for the Apple podcast on the internet and you'll find one of the many places you can find us all your podcast apps spotify is the the main one i use for listening to the podcast which you can also watch us on
2: and you can leave reviews on spotify now too
0: please yes review us on spotify review us on apple review us on and youtube I,
2: and apparently 70 percent of our uh, spotify people now watch us oh okay that's spotify. good there's been an increase in watchers
0: Watchers. Yeah, I think it, it adds something. It can't take anything away. Like it, if you like the listening to the podcast, watching this could only add a little bit extra. Like, exactly. We're you not get
2: to see sour. what beers we drink. You get to yeah, see our okay, little faces. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When Chris disappears. <laughs> yeah Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah just basically 10 point or google 10point podcast and you will find us that's all the 10 point podcast needs normally we used to do a whole bunch of other stuff here but we've got 10 point podcast news that's usually on the same feeds video wise and audio wise so you probably listened to it already uh so yeah you can find the news where we talk about what we've watched in the last week and things like that you generally me venting about something uh, <laughs> i know you you you've, you've took the
2: season over as the ranting whereas that like the last few seasons it was me
0: if they would make good things, I would praise them, but there's a few and far between, I don't get to, uh, to do it very often. Right, we should better crack on with our ten points. Point number one on the Ten Point Podcast, what is the point? The point this week, 2006's sci-fi horror comedy Slither, brought to us by... It is the Universal Pictures at the beginning, but I think they were just the distributor, so I'm not actually credited them here. But they, they came up at the beginning. Production companies though, Gold Circle Films, a first for us, never done them before, because they basically do the the big fat Greek wedding movies. There's more than more than two apparently, and they do the Pitch Perfects, which I was definitely aware there was more than one Pitch Perfect. That's their mainly do those uh, and the also franchise. I I feel like it's maybe worth a look, the Pitch Perfects. Like, it doesn't look like my cup of tea, but oh. they can't be bad if there's like five of them. There must be half decent ones.
1: Yeah, there's fucking 20 Halloweens. Half of them are bad.
0: Oh, there's some <laughs> good ones in there. <laughs> uh, also brought to us by Strike Entertainment. It looks like the first film they ever made was the film called The Rundown. However, we probably know it better as Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, yeah. One of the two films that The Rock has made. It's called Welcome to the Jungle. It looks like it was the first film they ever made. Not long before they made Slither. Also made the Dawn of the Dead 2004 remake done by Zack Snyder. Children of Men in Time. And then the Robocop remake of 2014 that I forgot existed. So,
2: <laughs> I think I've read
0: it. Yeah, a strange collection of films from Strike Entertainment. There are two main production companies on Slither. Written and directed by James Gunn. Heavily involved in the producing as well. Uh, He seems to have made his name initially making kind of trauma-style, horrible B-movie horror movies uh, in the late 80s, uh, which is obviously, he transitioned into making a a, a non-B-movie version in Slither. (laughs) But in terms of Hollywood-wise, Scooby-Doo 1 and 2, he wrote the movies of 2002, 2004 were his big Hollywood I did not know that. He wrote those (laughs) (laughs) They're his big writing credits that started off his career. He then wrote the Dawn of the Dead movie I just referenced, the Zack Snyder one. He wrote that. And then he got obviously greenlit to make Slither after the, the back end of the success of those He then he wrote and directed the film Super, that Chris mentions kind of once a month on the podcast, and then most famously writer and director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies 1, 2, and 3, which has not come out yet, and also the Christmas special that we'll see before we see the third one. Uh, He then transitioned from uh, Marvel into DC, making the reasonably successful and fairly uh, good Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad movie, one of the better DC outputs. And Peacemaker, which I cannot pass by, as it mentioned? Yeah. Because Andy likes Peacemaker a lot. He created an industrial. Oh, <laughs> I've seen one episode. <laughs> oh my god.
2: Get, yeah. get on Peacemaker. Fucking hell.
0: But uh, yeah, so James gone kind of comedy. Not horror comedy, but kind of, I don't know, adult Black comedy. X-comedy. Comedy, X-rated comedy. Yeah.
1: That's, I don't
0: know, X-rated but an R-rated, that's absolutely...
1: Well, no, crazy. that's why he got booted off the Guardians of the Galaxy, because of an X-rated comedy.
0: That's right, yeah. Yeah, I think he was like a comedian as well, you could you could say it as well. So James Gunn, the, the man behind Slyther. The film stars as Bill, our cop of the week, that we usually have a police officer on films, Nathan Fillion. Made his name, and they will tell me this if I don't say it, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, a TV series. Uh, and then, well, on to Firefly TV series and Serenity. Uh, was his big, his big film uh, um, movie? Let's,
2: let's go back a bit. Two All Guys, right. a Girl, and a Pizza Place. What mm-hmm. a series. Brought the two of the best Hollywood actors in the world to the like the big screen. Well, to the, the small screen, and then they became the big screen. You've got Nathan Fillion, and then you have ryan reynolds
0: I like... got how far did we get into the podcast without <laughs> mentioning ryan reynolds <laughs> <laughs> so through the news earlier in the week without mentioning him so uh, uh, yes so two guys are gonna piece i knew i knew Andy would mention it if i didn't and also it was the first thing i recognized on nason fillion's uh, imdb page as it were so that was before slither serenity being the, the last one before slither uh, he went on to bn so you could let me know if i'm wrong in any of these or if i've missed any the big things he was in Percy Jackson: Sea of Monsters had to mention that after Chris right. was talking about Percy Jackson oh, last week. I seen that one yet. Second one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Castle, the television show. Banger. Roughly a million animated shows and video games, yeah. In, yeah. including.
1: Very cool. In
0: <laughs> uh, mainly Halo yeah. and mainly DC Comics, where he plays the Green Lantern. Seems to be. Oh, it. Halo
1: 3! I remember that. Like all the Firefly cast. There
2: was a Firefly reunion. Sure.
1: In that bad right. boy.
0: And then most recently, The Rookie, the television show he is the main star of. So that's Nathan Fillion, to the best of my knowledge. Have I missed anything?
2: Yes, for Housewives, he's
0: in that. Right, a bit of Desper Housewives as well. That included a diet for a season. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, that's he
2: right. was, yeah.
0: So mainly a TV guy, you would have to say at this point. Right. He shows up basically in every James Gunn thing as well. So he is in The Suicide Squad uh, and all that. But he's in Guardians. The... Yes, so James Gunn has his troop of actors he likes to use, and, and uh, Nathan Philly is one of them. Co-starring as Starla, I think I've got that right, is it Starla? Starla Grant. Elizabeth Banks, famous for being in Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, because really that's the first time I ever saw her, I think, was being uh, Betty Brant, is that what you call her? Uh, the, the, the J. Jonah Jameson's secretary. She was in Seabiscuit. Her most famous role to me is in The 40-Year-Old Virgin. She just stood out so much in her role in that one. <laughs> uh, and then she was in Slither. That's around then. So after Slither, Zack and Mary make a porno. Role models. Four of the Hunger Games movies. I'm not sure if that's all of them or not. But it, uh, yes. at least four of them. Lego Movie 1 and 2. A film called Love and Mercy she's partly famous for, but I, I can't say I'm familiar with it. And then most recently, she had a different direction with her career, being in 2017's Power Rangers and 2019's Charlie's Angels both of which, we shall say, didn't do particularly well. Uh, she also directed uh, Charlie's Angels and wrote it as well. Um, and I, I kind of I've kind of completely forgot that film existed until I read it here. And, and she's
2: in Pitch Perfect as well.
0: She did, yeah, she's in lots of the Pitch Perfect movies as well, showing up in those. Third, as Grant Grant, uh, for once we've actually got someone who does have two names that are the same, uh, not Jim Jim. And not uh, Lara Lara from the from Minority Report. But Grant no, Grant. I was
1: Googling the names and it said Grant Grant. I was like, that's a fucking typo, surely.
0: <laughs> uh, Michael Rooker as Grant Grant. First made his name in a film called Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. It seemed to have really broke his career out way back in the 80s. He was in, in Days of Thunder, Cliffhanger that I'd forgotten he was in. That's where He's I
1: remember
0: him from. Yeah, and The Bone Collector, uh, where his big roles of the 90s. Then Slither, and after Slither, a selection of stuff. Jumper, that I'd forgotten he was in as well. Super, the aforementioned. He's a great character in one season and then returns in s- The Walking Dead, various bits and pieces he's in The Walking Dead, which is, to me, his main role, other than being in The Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. He's in, he's uh, Yondu in those. And then in The Suicide Squad as well, where he uh, is the s- star of the first 15 minutes. Yes, Anne? You,
2: miss, you missed him um, being the mole cop in Mole Rats.
0: Right, yes, he's in Mole Rats as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, Yeah.
2: <laughs> the chocolate Club pretzel. Uh,
0: yes, exactly. Yeah, that's him, yeah. Uh, so they are our three main stars. I did uh, miss out uh, poor old Tanya Solnier, or Solnier. Uh, she was third listed on the cast. She plays Kylie, uh, because she basically did nothing other than this. So I thought I wasn't going to spend too much time talking about her. But she technically is above Michael Recur in the cast, but I'm not going to give her the credit. On a budget of... million. Slither opened in the US, $4 million in its first weekend. Final US gross, $8 million. Final worldwide gross, $13 million. So, it made a loss, not even including promotional materials, which I definitely remember seeing this poster places when Slither was coming out. So, I think this movie probably lost a bunch of money, uh, I would have to say. Released 31st of March 2006 in the United States. Made it a month later. Released at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. Released a month later, April in the United <laughs> Kingdom, meant that's a very awkward time of year. I had to wait a whole year to be any awards ceremonies because that's like March, April's the end of awards season. So, 2007, so-called major awards ceremonies did not get one nomination, at anything like Oscars, BAFTA-wise at all, anywhere. However. 2007 saturn awards definitely came through as it always does with our tip top movies two nominations at saturn awards for slither nominated for best makeup it was the winner it won best makeup at the saturn awards and it nominated for best horror film it lost to the descent a film not particularly familiar with the descent that's a pretty good
2: film i'll tell you what it's on somebody's list
0: it's on someone's list is it The descent okay Uh, of the, the films that were nominated that year for Best Horror Film, I think the Descent is the one I'm least familiar with. So I was actually surprised to see that it won. There was some actual some I like, Saw Three was on there, another couple of other good ones. Saw Three not necessarily a great film, but Yes, it did not win that. On to the synopsis for Slither then. And I have a choice. You get to vote this week. I have one by Nick and I have one by Claudio from Real Dish. Oh, no. We haven't had to
1: source Nick for a
0: while. Yeah, go for Nick. 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 (laughs) I was going to opt for Nick, but I thought i will give you Claudio as an option if you want to. So Nick says about Slither, from the depths of the endless space, a flaming meteorite crashes into the dark woods of a sleepy town, of this sleepy town of Wheelsey, South Carolina. You know you As, sure the, <laughs> As the scorched rock reveals its silent content, a baneful parasitic organism, a subtle alien invasion commences, and the war's unlucky first victim is the town's local businessman, Grant. Little by little, as an internal change transforms Grant into an utterly hideous monstrosity, his wife Starla starts to feel that something's been eating at him the last few days. Now, before the unstoppable extraterrestrial attack, no one is safe, and to make matters worse, Grant's transformation is far from over yet. Who can stop the slithering army from outer oh. space? He got to say the thing. He
2: used yeah. to write for Hollywood. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nick does do a good synopsis So that's what the film is about Who picked it? It was Andy Andy, why did you pick Slither?
2: Because uh, we've not done Nathan Fillion And I love Nathan Fillion And I feel like James Gordon We've not done him as a director And
0: I hate directors so the <laughs> one that you liked <laughs> Had we seen it before, Chris? Because I had not Yes, I had
2: you've
0: yeah, never seen slither yeah. jesus i've never seen slither no i mean it's not it's one
1: right.
0: yeah i, I felt like it might be an x-fest uh, viewing this one but maybe i 100% a bit, think so a wee bit late uh, in release dates but uh, yeah i thought it didn't jump out at me as something that i had to see um which channel would we normally find it on because i don't have an answer for this i have no idea what you would
2: find
0: yeah. say <laughs> e4 depending on if it was halloween or not i guess and uh, which version did we watch well we all watch the same one because there only is one version unless you are in india India had its own version, which was turned into a U slash A brackets PG rated (laughs) film, where there were 25 edits. And when I say 25 edits, I don't mean we'll take out that one swear word and that counts as an edit. I mean, taking out all swearing was one edit. So there were 25 things changed about this film. Things like humans eating flesh was taken out of the film. Swearing, taking out the fresh. Scenes where a man and a woman in a bed together, i.e. Starlaw and Grant at the beginning, taken out of the film. I don't know how they had a film left. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, 25 edits made it a PG version of this film in India. So I don't know what that looks I like.
1: i watch it and see what happens.
0: I also believe that, The scene that's behind Chris on the video version where uh, the the woman whose character name escapes at the moment grows to a gigantic size and splits in half, that, any showing of her splitting in half was taken out, so I don't know if it just cut to like the the reaction of everybody, but yeah, so many, 25 different cuts made it a PG rated film. So yeah, we watched the normal one that the rest of the world outside of India uh, didn't get to see. On to point two then, the high points, what was the best bits and things were? Andy picked, so he gets to start us off.
2: Well... Who doesn't love a massive meteor coming to Earth?
0: Sets install out early, doesn't it? It's like, right, here we go. And, Extraterrestrial. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: And I also like the twist. Same with evolution. Massive meteor coming to Earth. <laughs> I inadvertently picked two films of massive meteors coming to Earth. Who knew? But it's like, oh fucking hell, this thing's huge. And then when it finally lands, it's just a small little thing.
0: Yeah, it's a little rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like well, a
2: I did like the start. It kind of sets it up, but it's straight away it's got that kind of weird B movie feel about it.
0: Yeah, very much so.
2: And like it says, and the classic cops behind a, a billboard, which is you know probably a movie trope that Chris will poo poo later on. But I just like the idea of just him just checking the speeds of things.
0: It's totally what I would do. I was thinking this if I was in a situation. I, just, I don't think I cast myself as him, but that's absolutely who I really should be—is just zapping things and then being like. <laughs> 27 miles an hour I don't thought that'd be nearer 31 <laughs> miles an hour like talking like that's exactly how I would be
2: and then you, you just like when you're like watching it, it's like oh right this meter's gonna hit right behind them and cause a massive explosion it's like boop David knows yeah.
0: and also I had a feeling it was gonna be about like the partnership like they're the two cops who are gonna have to save the day and basically one of them like gets turned into an alien quite quickly and we I think doesn't he I think he yeah literally not long after that yeah, and it's, it's mainly all the, uh, what's his name, Bill, that we have to deal with. Uh, any other early high points, then?
1: Well, it's not really a high point, but I like the Predator references. Did you just notice, <laughs> like, the white slug was clicking like a Predator.
0: Yeah.
1: And then yeah. The man, they're grabbing the shotguns and stuff to go hunt for Grant Grant. I'm just going to call him that for now Grant Grant, yeah. That's a great name. Uh, like, they
0: had the music. Playing from music. Or- the yeah. what's still- so I recognise that bit of music, and then I found it in my research. That, that, I never noticed that,
1: like, for the first few years. It blew my mind this time.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, put this way, there's a lot of movie references, and I, I've kind of returned to one of my yeah. previous things, which is <laughs> compiling every reference, because it's so intentional. Like, this film is made that way, with that kind of yeah. love and care, is that it's supposed to reference all these different things. Uh, I, I've my early high points are a bit sparse, so I'm pretty much at the beginning of hunting season as my first high point. So, I don't you get anything early on before that? I've just got like
2: Michael Ricker, like yeah, yeah. like he is like genuinely. Anytime he's on screen, he is just like a proper. This guy's good. He plays and
1: creepy really well. he does. Guy,
2: and, like, all the way through, it's like, like I went into this, like, Nathan Fillion fan, but it's like, I'm drawing, like, Michael Rooker, he's, like, mm. stealing this, like, screen anytime he's on it. But he is weirdly creepy towards Elizabeth Barracks. The, yeah. right, the bit I've
1: got is, I think it was after he's always been hit by the, the thing in the tummy, he's going to the thing and be just, uh, the counter, just going, Ah, uh, And he buys some fucking... Yeah truckload of meat Ch- yeah, Chantel, like,
2: Chantel said that one summer that's going to happen to me it's just I'm going to come back with a load of meat to barbecue up <laughs> and she's yeah. going to be like oh god he's been in a forest he's got injected like, right I can get away Love with that nowadays
1: because like wife would just get notifications and think well, why the fuck have you spent three grand on meat <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, the, the shop or something so I, it's like a massive like, truck fill yeah.
2: yeah. but the one, the one thing that Michael Rooker does well is like they talk about it like all the other characters are like how is he with like Elizabeth Banks like and it's, like, normally, like, well, because, you know, he's a good-looking guy or whatever. It's, like, Michael Rucker's not. And it's, like, he is way bad above his average there. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, one of these films is, like, actually, you know, this, like, what they're all saying is right. She should be with Nathan Fillion. Is <laughs> <should
1: be>. Yeah. seems <laughs> happy. She does? It's like, she was trying to, like, stay with him during Behind You.
2: But she wouldn't put it out for the first five minutes of this film. But,
1: uh...
0: She wouldn't, but then also she she planned the whole next morning. Like he'd already he'd been yeah. I don't know captured by parasites by this point, but she was gonna she was gonna do a make good, and she was well on like an olive branch and all that. And they had a favorite song, and she'd put that on and all that sort of stuff. And the, the, the photographs at the end all all around the room, like they looked happy. They looked oh, yeah, like they had a relationship. Definitely. So yeah, I, I think it was these small town people just picking on like local people it's, it happened but it
2: does seem like to be the stud though because he's going to go and bang that other person everybody seems to be yeah. well,
0: well, i think he's got the he money has he he stopped he? himself
2: he did stop he did himself. again
0: he was yeah he stopped himself yeah he's got money i think he's like a local businessman according to nick so and then he had a pool at the back of his house so i think he's, he, did, he has a nice he's, pool he's, he's got a nice house actually now think about it as well i well, saying that there's one room when she was running around uh he was at the window i think it was looking like a, a monster the room just really reminded me of the room in the room the film the, <laughs> the film the room the red walls and the way the curtains were i was like, God, it <laughs> like <them." laughs>
1: so uh, yeah hey, okay. in
0: yeah I, i've not put it in one of my references i don't think that was intentional to reference the room uh, so yeah my first high point i'll go on to it now. Uh, let the hunt begin so the, the most of the town are at the hunting lodge and the mayor's doing his big speech up on stage uh, we'll definitely get to the mayor i'm sure um <laughs> meanwhile michael rooker is basically i don't know assaulting a woman in her home uh, and turning the the alien uh i, I don't, know. I a don't whole, know
1: like gradual change in him from like the first like you see him get hit and then he's finding belly tentacles It still freak me out like yeah anything to do with the belly coming out is, gives me the heaps you know? <laughs> it's but a, then, a like, bit
0: a bit, a bit creepy with the uh, wow. but I did like the uh, cutting from one to the other it was a well done bit of cinema I enjoyed that but uh, yeah. again I very much enjoyed the the, the character of the mayor uh, which pretty much goes on to my my next high point which is his rant <laughs> at the police station uh, once it starts kind of kicking yes. off and he's just complaining to everybody uh, I, I I very much enjoyed I will find his name here I had it written down but I've now lost it Greg yeah, Henry, Henry yeah uh, as the mayor uh, He was very good in this and he has all the best lines basically are his lines uh and it's kind of he a
1: says it's cocksucker. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah the uh he's like this unnecessary sort of or no, this necessary evil that the good guys have to carry around with them until they don't anymore and then they're like, all right well, there's our excuse to get rid of him and they just get rid of him <laughs> but uh, yeah i very much enjoyed him
2: i was wondering about this time that my like, next high point is there's like, the running squid joke in the playstation yeah <laughs> where it's just like they have a soft toy and then suddenly you see Nathan Fillion doing his brief and it's all squids on the board yeah. it's like they went to town in a squid joke, just carried on and then when you finally actually see him it's like, looks nothing like a squid he's
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: changed since then <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is, I think it's that form to the one behind you it, it was weird like his face, just like the, the weird teeth and well, slivers has like,
0: yeah like a big mouth on one side of his face which I may as well
2: like talk about like like it won an award, the, the makeup on this thing. Like you could tell that is Michael Rooker under all of that, like prosthetics and everything. Yeah. And it just looked proper practical effects just work. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And like even the CGI, like it's a bit dodgy at times, but because they're mixing it in with the practical, you can kind of forgive it. Yeah. And it just yeah. works. But yeah, the whole like it looked like the extra teeth looked real and they were like they were oozing and he was still acting. You could just yeah. tell. That's I'd rather <laughs> just put a big rubber mask on him
0: yeah exactly when the people were like joining on to him uh, from outside where it was quickly like the big practical under the backside of him and the people were joining on and then they're using the cgi basically to that that it looked good
1: like a, it was hard to tell the difference between when and yeah and thing it looked was really, really good.
0: so I one thing like are they doing it was he attached and they're doing it in reverse is that actually coming off of him i was like no it must be actually cgiing and him joining on and going forwards but yeah the, the effects are, are pretty good especially for low budget they looked 15 years ago so, exactly yeah, pretty good uh i now have grant in his slug form uh out in the field with the police after him uh where we can finally see what he can do <laughs> yeah. uh, that isn't just uh, in in i don't know in, i injecting
1: completely people. forgot all about that scene <laughs> yeah I
0: knew,
1: you see seen him in a slug form but i forgot about him like whipping some guy in half yeah cutting him Cut him just, in half the long yeah, way. It <laughs> just
0: looks so slow and
2: sluggish and all that. It's just like, oh, this guy's in really, he's he's a sitting duck out here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
2: then suddenly, boom! He's actually fucking devastating.
0: He's deadly, deadly. <laughs> yeah. So again, the CGI not brilliant on the guy getting chopped in half, but the I like the idea. And like you say he you could tell at that point he is a dangerous individual, not just a dangerous threat to the to civilization.
1: Property leads us to this next point.
0: Absolutely, it does. Yeah.
1: Discovery of Brenda. <laughs> On, Chris, take I, it. I don't understand how you can get that big.
0: Just from eating, as well, seemed yeah. to be what it was, as well. Well, not just. I just, I just liked
2: her it's Like, pass me the possum. Yeah. <laughs> and then mirror's like, Ugh. Uh,
1: <laughs> off he goes. Like, her accent, like, seems to change quite a lot. She got a proper, um like, deep south when she was in that form. But she was like, "Pass me the possum," and then he's like, Ugh. <laughs> "And then." Yeah.
0: It's not what I was anticipating. Like, and when she was like tied up in the barn and all that, I thought, all right, she's gonna basically because obviously from the the poster and all that, I could see it has the little kind of slug things. All right, she's gonna give birth to a whole bunch of these because there's not been any yet. Yeah. It's just been the injecting. Um, and then the tentacles. So that's oh, actually going to give birth to them. So when we finally get to her, and she's <laughs> like and, uh, ten foot <laughs> a 10-foot-around ball. Uh, and she's like,
1: these little fuckers are tearing me apart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not sure, like, how, like what what part of her is still attached to what inside there, really? Like, I can't really imagine what her insides look like anymore. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it might be one of the images I take away with from this film is going to be the giant spherical woman in a barn. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, so and I'm... then literally, the split.
0: The split. Okay. <laughs> and everyone no, just being right. covered in slugs, basically. And
1: oh, that gives you the heaves. Like our house is bad for getting like little slugs in the kitchen and stuff. And it's oh, hate it. oh, like, <laughs> yeah. oh they just find little gaps underneath the door and stuff. In this right. Place. Okay. I bet. Yeah. No, I hate them even more. Like, the idea of being like on the ground and covered mouth, but covered in slugs, just.
0: I've the book. I just been more worried about. Okay, I cover my mouth, and they will not go in my mouth. That's good on my ear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I have a little. Yeah, it's like, a, oh god. Uh, so I've got straight away. My next high point is the scene straight away after that, where basically we get the, the the family on the farm being invaded. I feel like this was the first real for me kind of horror movie part. Like other than that, it's like body horror and alien sci-fi and all. That, but this was actually. We've got an unsuspecting woman in the bath. We've got kids who are trying to tug up in bed and all that. And then you can see them coming in and all that. I very much enjoyed it. Like, the actual horror movie. And then this is where a whole bunch of horror movie kind of suggestions and references were happening around about it as well. And, and people not being idiots, people defeating them. Obviously, yeah. many of them didn't. When you think about it, that whole family's dead, apart from the one surviving girl. But the um, uh, I enjoyed the, the that particular scene. It just
2: shows I, you, you should always be naked in an alien
0: invasion. I'm not right. <laughs> sure I could cover all my orifices enough. But, uh, <laughs> but I was very much enjoyed having the idea of having a house where you can climb out of your window and there's like a full room outside that you can run around on. I enjoyed that little balcony. So if I ever live in a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, I'm going to build like a. a, a I just like the little, little
2: slither of like the bathtub. Like that is the scene. It's just a Yeah.
0: Because yeah. yeah. coming into this film, that's what I thought this film was Was it's going to be invasion of these slugs that obviously are going yeah. to take over people and all that. But basically it's just like oh I've got this one idea for the scene in the bath and then other than that it's mainly like Michael Rooker. <laughs> it's yeah. not much else. It's like a different bit of the film. Which actually brings on
2: to my like the, the scene that I actually liked is when she gets the alien in the mouth and she's like just trying to pull out like this constantly. Yeah it's and a it, good I little flash. Just that kind of, yeah. like that's. Fire, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah she's pulling out and then it like flips to like she can see the aliens and gets that future glimpse which just helps elevate it it's like they're a parasite it's it's a nice little touch quick yes
0: it kind of gives you you, it's how our heroes find out what is going on basically and it's a good way of doing it oh she was connected to hive mind for a split second and
1: she can see it having some random science guy be like this is what i think yeah Yeah. and they'd be banging the money she's actually seen what happens
0: yeah, that's That's as good as it, it saved them writing an a, an inexplicable expert being in a small town in the middle of nowhere. It was quite good. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a, a good bit of it. I only have one more high point. I don't know about you guys.
1: Um. Yeah, it's pretty much. I'm at the
0: end. I'm at the finale, but you would call it behind Andy with the Starla and Grant face to face in the Just living before room. Before
1: that, though, is when the mayor turns. He gets turned, and then he's like shoot me bell and without hesitation yeah Bang. Away. Bang. Bang. okay he, he did the, through the whole film like, <laughs> i just
2: loved it i just loved this whole end scene where like the grenade it's like i'm waiting for this grenade use and then <laughs> the grenade fiasco was just brilliant this is like absolutely loved it i had
1: I it. in I had my the, low point the grenade and yeah the thing blew up but i've missed the point in
0: between it the, uh, I, I'm the opposite of both of you, or I'm different from both of you guys. I had written in my low points from it being introduced Chekhov's grenade, written in my low points for the part of the they really over the top were like you know about this grenade chief we've got this <laughs> grenade that we could use and i'm like oh right okay so that so i thought the whole time like that grade's gonna come back in and it's like i'm supposed to forget about it and it's gonna save the day but it's like they, they went a different direction with it he had the grenade without <laughs> making too much of an effort here's the grade you're supposed to remember and then yeah completely makes an arse of it and it, goes in the <laughs> it was
1: the longest views i've ever seen in my life that went for like 10 seconds before you back, it back up <laughs>
2: Well, fun fact, grenades can go from anywhere between five seconds to a minute, so it depends what the timer was set at.
0: bomb. But yes, I thought uh, Elizabeth Banks was very good at the end uh, with her kind of, I don't know, being nice to Grant and also you couldn't quite tell, is it she actually saying that or is she just saying that to try and kind of make good and then she has the, the sharp implement stabs him in the head and that basically didn't really finish him off and I had no idea what Nathan Billion was doing with that tank like I was like what yeah. is that and then the, the his tentacle sucking it up and I don't really know what's going on here Ah, like, oh, right okay it was gas and they, they got him in the end so yeah a, a fitting finale I think it worked well that it's they got them and it makes sense how they got them and it is satisfying enough uh finish to it so that's me with high points any others i
2: actually do have one at the very end i like a scene exactly like, it's kind of that thing that happened in uh, a dog's breakfast where the final scene is just them walking the distance continuously like <laughs> 30 second shot of just walking like i do like an end like that
0: it always makes you think it's like what are the actors doing exactly in- halfway down like are they just chatting are they talking a bit not and then what does the director say oh yeah just walk for
1: three minutes rocking. straight yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell him stop. yeah uh, okay that's high points over with better get on to point three which is the low points what's up the worst bits and things were about the film uh chris you've got a wee grin on your face why don't you start with your low points How
1: was i was the to fire the start of, mm. like the meteor i uh, find the name chit chat it was the the fast camera like that was like somebody's getting chased or is chasing somebody through it and it just stops at an egg
0: and it's it just it, to the egg. it's basically my assumption is it's done to think make you think oh here's the creature running through the forest yeah but it's like oh no it's just the creature being found but by nobody just by a cameraman <laughs> it's like, so it's like a twist but also a twist that doesn't have a reveal you know it's like there's no the we weren't looking through someone's eyes, it's just yeah. how the film was showing was you. Where... Doing
1: the, Michael Rooker saw that, yeah. landed, and then just followed the trail to what killed, eventually, angry them. But I just yeah. didn't like that, shoot, that shot for some reason.
0: Oh, I guess. You've complained about zoomy shots in the past and yeah, funny I've... camera work you, you, you <laughs> kind of got in your soapbox but that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other low points?
2: I've got one major low point okay. like, it's throughout the film. There's not enough Nathan Fillion
0: in this film. He's a weird sort of background hero, yes. isn't
2: he? They feel they feel like he's not, it's not focused on him at all. It's mostly about Elizabeth Banks. I mean, when you do get a bit of Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks is right there as well. And then when you do get some Nathan Fillion alone time, that other woman's now with him. <laughs> and it's just like, I just want some Nathan Fillion alone time.
0: <laughs> he's, a very, he's actually...
2: <laughs> oh, he, he froze went. again. He's gone again. Oh, he's still talking. Section. Oh. I'm
0: going to keep Yay, talking yeah, and back. talking back. There we go. Is that the, the weekly freeze? Yep. That, yeah, the weekly freeze. Um, He's very good at being a hero who is, one, doesn't want to be a hero, and two, actually isn't capable to be a hero. He just sort of exists and carries on like a normal person in the film. Like and that's he's...
2: pretty much how he acts and everything. Yeah. He's
0: in. <laughs> He's pretty much terrified of everything he has ideas that pay off he tries to do things that fail he tries to do things that work he's just an average bloke trying to save the day in a situation where he kind of lucks into saving the day so it's unconventional but i quite enjoyed him uh and like i, I feel like someone who would want to see more of him like andy who was disappointed didn't get enough of him but i wasn't like oh my god i can't wait to see nathan philly so i was just like oh yeah he's, he's i think great.
1: they kind of used him like sparingly enough like, oh, yeah, i want more it wasn't It wasn't all just like filling you like, okay, he was a hero, blah, blah, blah. He's anti-hero?
0: It's basically a kind of ensemble, but with just four people. Like the Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks, Michael Rooker, and then Tanya Solnier, the surviving girl of the family. They're basically the, the four main characters, and they all kind of equally share what's happening. They all have their own bits where they're, either they're the main person, or they're a supporting person, or they're not in it. They all kind of come in, in and out of it as it goes. Uh, so at this point, I need to mention I actually don't have any low points written down. Like, I, the one point I wrote something down low points was check checkoff's grenade, me thinking it was going to be coming back. But for the entire, what, what is it, ninety-five minute, hundred minute runtime, nothing made me be like, oh Might not exactly low points. They're
1: just like points that I want yeah. to just talk about.
0: So exactly, Spanish and
1: it's, just had all sections.
0: Often I put questions in, it's like, why have they done this or why has that happened? But nothing like that even came up either. I don't well, I've got
2: one semi-low point, it was almost made it in high point, but because I've had to mention low points, it doesn't hit a high point. Is I like the zombies, like, as in when they're slithered or whatever you want to call them. However, there's not a consistent speed on them zombies. Sometimes <laughs> they're really slow and, like, lethargic, like, oh, look, he's getting out of the car really slowly. Grab them, the next time they're fucking full pelt through a forest.
0: Yeah, like, yeah.
2: Bake up your mind on zombie speeds.
0: That's and just, of co- it is a lot of. It does seem like he's done a little bit of throw everything at the wall and see what sticks because there's like about yeah. ten different things. Like it's an alien, so therefore it injects him. But then he doesn't inject someone else He uses the tentacles. But then the tentacles just birth the slugs, and while this is happening, he's turning into a slug, and then he turns into like a horrible monster, and she turns into a jo- like it's about twenty, and then zombies are happening as well, and it's like but
2: the the other bit that actually knocks me off in this film is the the first zombie spews on the the female officer. And it's like acid. Yeah. But then you see the mayor getting spewed on by about eight of them and then he's next scene, he's just in the underground. It's like yeah. can they change that acid spit to like Is
1: that the mayor? the mayor? I thought it was another guy. I thought it was I don't guy. think it was the
0: mayor, but I think it was right. I think it was someone else. But you're right though. They were they were going
1: ah, ah, ah
0: as they were just doing it. And then one of them tries to like spit vomit I think at Nathan Fillion and he just rolls like a doormat and it blocks it and he just carries on like that that the acid didn't burn through a doormat (laughs) yeah it is a little bit random but I still feel like it coherently sticks together enough it's like once they establish something they kind of stick to it it's like it just seems to change a lot but then it's an alien organism there's no rules to how an alien that (laughs) hive mind takes over a planet like that's just how it happens in this one so like, I have I have no more to add in low points. So feel free to fire away, Chris, if you get any yeah,
1: it's more. Not it's like I think like that brush that she eventually uses as a weapon. That's a fucking accident waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it. yeah. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, ch- chugs that brush bang through my eye. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. <laughs> it's just like who has a brush that fucking point.
0: I don't and for what purpose I can't think of what
1: what function it serve.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's not, yeah maybe oh, you can yeah, stick it in your hair
1: yeah Makes sense. Uh, my final actual low point is this is a controversial one it's not funny at all yeah that's a
0: that's a fair point yeah. it is more it's just a, uh, a horror film really. yeah.
1: yeah if they just said this is a horror film great would have been nice. but like because has got Nathan Fillion he's a quite a funny guy Elizabeth Banks is known for her comedy even Michael Hooker yeah. it's not funny I, like Maybe the one or two lines in the film's funny. But, but it's not a on the
2: back of the DVD, do they classify it as a comedy? Or is this just IMDb classifying it as a comedy?
0: IMDb classified it as a comedy. Exactly.
2: And IMDb are usually wrong on this kind of thing when they go, action, horror, adventure. It's like, no, it's a fucking drama, you better end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, um, the mayor character is comedy, but he's very much a background character. So yeah. you could find that in many horror films. So yeah, it... it James Gunn himself, again, he is a funny guy and he directs comedies and writes comedies, but again, it's not necessarily written to be a comedy. It is very much, it's like a B-movie, really, is what they made. and It's not to be taken I just, like, too seriously. Seen
1: it, I don't know whether it says in the back, you know, but it's thinking it's like a comedy horror. Well, basically, the, the giant
0: fat round woman, that's funny. that that it, That's not yeah. written to be serious. It's meant to be a funny thing as well. So there are some bits that are, are funny, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I was never. La- I was rarely laughing. I'll say. So.
2: it was—it was meant to be a horror, anyway. It's spooky, spectacular month.
0: It's spooky month. Okay, that's was for low points, then we better crack on. Two point four on the podcast. The stats: fifteen shits and thirty f bombs. Quite a lot of swearing in uh, in this movie. Four explosions. That was all Grant. Grant at the end, he exploded four different times. Death. What, that, grenade,
2: that grenade blew up.
0: Oh, it did. Five explosions. Yeah. They blew up in the pool. <laughs> in the pool. Uh, deaths. Now I had this. <laughs> I, I started counting. Okay. Michael Rooker's dead. Like that. So no. That went into his brain, zapped him, and then he's now something else. And then he carried on, and I'm like, he's still himself. Like he's still Grant Grant. So I'll leave that as one question mark. And then with the the woman he impregnated, i was like, well, she's the same as him. So two question mark. And then she wasn't dead yet. And then she did definitely die. So I was like, okay, she's dead. uh, But is Michael Rooker dead yet? And he just doesn't know it sort of thing. So I was keeping track of it for ages. I was like, right, okay, I'll count people who die. And I won't bother counting people who are disinfected. Because in the end, we're going to be like, oh, everyone's okay again. Nope, everybody who was infected with (laughs) alienness dies in this film. So I had to go basically go back and work out how many it was. So I think about 121. So that's deaths that happened on screen. People who I saw being affected, plus all plus all the dead bodies who were lying at the end, because I think they were all different people. But, but what, what about something.
2: planet planet genocide? Like that, that guy definitely like wiped out an entire civilizations.
0: So. Yeah, I think that had happened when we saw it there. So maybe this could be definitely uh, <laughs> uh, Starship Troopers numbers. <laughs> this could be a record breaker if you're including all not the other like, planets. Uh,
1: that wiped out Earth, not, not Earth, like a uh, whole side of Earth and another planet.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Well, this one may have been many planets, we don't know, but yeah, Anyway, 121 on screen, either deaths or dead on screen. Quotas, cows, there were three, When we the cows returned to this one. One was implied to have already been killed, we never saw, but there were three. One got a close up as well, cow. No goats though. <laughs> dead animals, dogs, cats, coyotes, cows, a horse and a possum. <laughs> so many, many dead animals. Uh, no pedos, although some some implications about how Grant Grant's relationship started uh, with Starla, seem that like she may have been quite young when the relationship started. Uh, the devil was not there, and no KKKs or Nazis were on a streak with not having any of them present. Tom Cruise trifecta, Nathan Fillion runs, and seems like he gets Absolutely. the girl at the end. Yeah. I would say, but again, no motorbike. We need to get some films, some motorbikes. <laughs> That's always missing in the trifecta. Did they say the thing? Did they say Slither? No. No. No, I don't think they did. They never jumped out at me that like they said, and I don't remember everyone referencing. And I've got one more, did they say a thing? Did they say the thing? Meat. Yes. <laughs> they, they say, they say, that is meat. 29 individual times meats, meat was said. <laughs> Not all by Michael Rooker, because like, the zombies were all saying meat as well, but I've got 29 meats uh, in amongst us. Chris, any stats from you?
1: Yeah, only four different things slither. Like, I wasn't going to count every individual red thing, but there was the, the original white slug then there was all the red things then the girl when she falls out the bath yeah he kind of slithers along a little bit <laughs> and then finally grant grant but after he splits that guy slithers away
0: it does yeah <laughs> very good <laughs> i was <laughs> i was also going to count slithers as well and i was like eh, that's not really slithering that's just moving and then when she burst and a million other came out i thought nope delete that i'm not counting slithers <laughs> 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 there's
1: no way I every individual one yeah so the different things
0: uh, okay, dokie, then. Uh, that's us for stats, which is on to point five, which is the 10 point podcast quiz. Andy, what a <laughs> right,
2: originally I had a great idea, and it was basically what Chris was talking about Was the original idea was, Does it slither? But no, I, decided, I decided against that, so I've came up with a banging quiz called Till Death Do Us Part. Okay. So it's a quiz about married couples. Mm-hmm. from all previous podcast films right, right. Um, and there's, there's a bonus points within this so we'll go back and forth just so I'll go Bruce, Chris but at any time when I'm saying the question you can shout out till death do us part if that married couple that I'm talking about dies and you will get two points but if you call it out and you get it wrong you'll lose two points right but then there's just a normal question on top of it so you've got the on your game and also so, if it if it. it's not for you so if i'm saying a question to chris and i get halfway through you're open to say till death do us part bruce right. to okay. claim two bonus points
0: okay and it's both members of the couple both yes. members dead right okay
2: well no just one person dies at least one
0: like. of them because when someone an, dies
2: someone dies pass. in this couple that i'm talking about yeah right okay cool you'll get the hang of it and if we get to the end of the question when i'm about to move on i'll say you missed one
0: missed the right okay
2: so who wants to go first because chris looks confused to fuck
0: uh, go first. right
2: okay right, chris is going first remember it you can jump in at any time it.
0: as long as you're reading the question once you've reached the question mark we can't say it anymore is i, that, I can that...
1: stop you halfway through the question as well just to see
2: say... yeah 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 you can like you so said if i'll get halfway through the question you could shout it as well Right. And then you'll claim the two points. I'll finish the question off, and then you can answer your normal question.
1: Right, I see. But if
2: you get it wrong, you'll lose two points.
1: Right. Sorry, <laughs> this could be I'm <laughs> going to have
0: do some scorekeeping here. This is going to be helpful. Right. <laughs>
2: right. So, question one. Who is Jim Gordon married to in Batman Begins?
1: Mrs. Gordon?
2: <laughs> no. I need... Mrs. Gordon does not count, so that will get thrown over to Bruce.
0: I don't know the name of his wife, but there's definitely. I think it might be his daughter's name, so I'm just going to gamble and say Barbara Gordon.
2: It is Barbara Gordon. Yes. Hey. Yes. So one, one to
0: thank And neither of them neither died. Of died. Them. So, no, uh, none of them died. None of so, them died. Cool.
2: Right, question two. In City Slickers, who is Arlene married to?
0: In City Slickers, who is Arlene? Oh. Oh, what's his name? Phil.
2: It is Phil, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Frank marries Mar- Mar- Marissa in which one of our previous picks from the season?
1: Ah. So can I do from Can Death Do Us Part"?
0: Can I say "Till Death Do Us You can start. say it. Okay, well that, that was me saying it. So you said it, yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. uh, so I think one of their dice.
2: Yeah, right. Used to write, right. So that's kind of a hold that there. Yes.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. What's the film? I can't remember any of the films we've just done. Um. What? Actually, that, that was in this season. It was. You even said it was this season. I can't remember. No.
2: Right. Right. The main question gets thrown over to Bruce. What do you think the film is,
1: Bruce? If you said it was this season,
0: I'm wrong. But I thought it was 28 days later.
2: It is not 28 days later. It was old school.
0: Oh, no! I oh, what a deal they've done! Damn, Bristol's two points. Damn, I'm back on zero again. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> like, like, Benedict <laughs> <education laughs> was called Frank in 28 days later. Yeah, I know. And, the that easy. <laughs>
2: Damn. Right. Uh, My question. Yeah. Right. Uh, who is Lottie Schwartz married to? <laughs> in oh, it, being John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to count Chris getting panicky there, so sure I uh,
0: Lottie Schwartz is married to Kevin Spacey's character whose surname is also Schwartz.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just need the first name for the point.
0: Technically she might also be married to Catherine Keener at the end, we don't actually know, but uh, oh what's his name? Charles. I think that's a guy mean Peter. No, Charles Swartz. All, you got
1: the wrong actor. It was uh John Cusack, not Kevin Oh John Bates. Cusack,
0: not Kevin Spacey anyway. It's anyway.
1: It's not Craig having...
2: Swartz. Craig, that was Yeah. It. Damn it. Chris gets the point.
0: Uh, where is it? Chris. Technically he might be dead. I don't
2: uh know. it's not, so it's fine. He's he'll not be, still
0: alive.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Chris. In Braveheart.
1: Till who death is part. Bruce, Bruce. Till death right? is part. No, I don't no, care Bruce,
2: what wedding is. <laughs> right. Chris, I'll finish the question. In Braveheart, who does William Wallace marry in secret? Yes. Moron.
1: Maroon. Uh, yeah. Moon-kissed pity. <laughs> yeah. Sticks with me
0: from last Chris,
2: uh, Bruce gets the, the oh. extra two bonus points because somebody Back does die in list.
0: that. Back to where I was.
2: Bruce. Uh, which movie would you find Connor and Heatherin.
0: So that's just
2: Chris gets the that. Right,
0: right. Uh, uh, It's Highlander.
2: <laughs> it's Highlander. Yes. See.
0: I get well, a point. Is Chris correct?
2: Chris is correct.
0: They, Chris,
1: she sorry.
2: does die. Uh, right. I'm so lost. Chris's question.
1: question. <laughs> it's Chris's question. <laughs>
2: Chris's question. Um, who does uh, Mary event? Who? who does Mary? Marie, yeah. Marie eventually marry in Harry met Sally. What? Marie, Marie,
1: Marie. Who so does was Marie, oh. Marie eventually marry in, in and Harry met, met, met Sally? Paul like Bruneau's character. I can't remember what it's called. Paul Bruno, Um. <laughs> 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 I like, I like Bruno Kirby. Yeah. Bruno Kirby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I
2: can't remember oh. his name Nobody knows. I can't
0: get Danny or something like that. I can't remember his name. Jess. Jess. Right, okay. Uh,
2: right, Bruce. Hmm? Uh, Nick and Amy Doon are a married couple in which film? Gone Girl. It is Gone Girl. Chris, what is the name of John McClane's wife in Die Hard?
1: I thought I fucking knew I asked the loss Um.
0: i'll take chris's points off for that chris
2: Chris definitely gets two points off but can he redeem one point by getting the name right Uh,
1: it's
2: gonna be thrown over three two one gets thrown over to bruce
0: it's holly is it it
2: is holly Holly. and she she is still
0: alive It's currently, well, it's now 5-1 to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, a
2: couple more. Bruce, uh, where am I? Uh, Dr. Eve Archer is the wife of which character in Face-Off?
0: Well, Detective Archer. Uh, Sean Archer.
2: It is Sean Archer, yeah. yes. Uh, Chris, what is the surname of the newlyweds Grace and Alex in Ready or Not.
1: Call oh, that to his part,
2: Chris. Yes. Got oh
1: that? yeah, fair point. Yeah. Um, two points uh, for Chris King. there. What did you say, King?
2: Nope, Bruce.
0: It escapes me. It's like, is it is it double barreled? I, I, yes. It's double barreled. It's double
2: but...
0: no, I can't get it. I knew it's double barreled. Ladomas. Ah, little Dommards. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is, yeah.
2: Uh, And where am I going next, Bruce? It's It's my question. It's the last question.
0: All right, Uh, uh, okay.
2: Uh, Harriet and Michael are a married couple in which comedy?
0: Harriet and Michael. Oh, Harriet and Michael. Now, Harriet should stand out to me. We don't get too many Harriets uh which comedy i've already had that me myself and irene let's go it's not
2: me myself and irene chris
0: it's
2: not the (laughs) verb
0: good shout though (laughs) it
2: was so i married an axe murderer oh that's what it
0: was yeah
2: (laughs) so there you go Total up the scores i don't know if we need the tiebreaker
0: Uh, no, i I won 6-3 in the end. Go. I I made a, a decision towards the end. I wasn't going to guess any total to best I to I wanted to keep my points. Know,
1: that's why I waited until Andrew finished the question. I was, and I was sitting there going, ah, that's so a better? I, I mean,
2: the, the the Holly Gennaro one was... Giving away Holly. <laughs>
1: oh my together. God, like, I knew... I had the name. As soon as you said Holly, I knew it was Holly Gennaro. Just the fact you called I her Blake as well. Her name. I feel and like you were... said John McLean. I was like... oh. People
0: <laughs> It was as if you buzzed in. You were like, I know the answer, I'm going to buzz in by saying until death was like, Right, anyway, quiz is over. That was complicated, but I think we, we actually followed right. quite and a little bit.
2: And then well, obviously man. the lucrative look into this was, uh, she kept saying until death to his power and managed yeah, exactly, to yeah.
0: so. Very good. Okay, on to point six then. Time for Chris to redeem himself with the temple podcast universe. I
1: don't know if I did actually. There's only one person I think needs come back. There's Elizabeth Banks, who was Scarla. You can catch me if you can, is Lucy. I think that's it
0: there's one more i had a look I, I, and i cannot help explain who he is dj jackson played dwight in this i don't know if he was a police officer or a townsperson or whatever but he was in slither he played a burly as in like a burly big orderly and look who's talking
1: well, was he uncredited <laughs> uh
0: i don't believe uncredited was next to his name uh i could be wrong I'll well,
1: I don't know. I didn't go through
0: him. I'll He's not uncredited day. for for Slither, certainly, uh, but he played an orderly in the. I'm assuming in the hospital. Look who's talking. But that was. Uh, I went all the way through everybody. So, uh, yeah, Elizabeth bank. I can't through. even remember her. In Catch me if you can. Who was she in Catch Me If You Can? She was the, the was like,
1: bank like, oh, killer. Ah, There's a her titties
0: out. T- <laughs> <laughs> that's just right. the bank. Uh, okay, Chris, have you recast us into the film? I did. Then?
1: Like, I really, I really tried to make Andrew brilliant because he loves him so much. But there was a moment from the mayor in the back of the police car where he has a meltdown <laughs> in the lack of Mr. Pip. And yeah. I was like, when the show's got out of farm, I can see like Addy's like, where the fucking am I, Mr. Pip? <laughs> so, Pip. Yep.
0: Pip, yeah. I had Andy yes. as the mayor as well, uh, but from the other the- road rage at the beginning It was very. Everyone's <laughs> <was> going, "Beeve, <laughs> get out of the way." That was that's what I was like, that's like one minute into the film, like Andy's the mayor, and that's <laughs> still casting stage. <laughs> uh,
1: this is going to make me sound really, really bad. Uh, here, I'm the school kid who is I, not the hot teacher. <laughs> <Right, okay. laughs> There's a few hot teachers when I was at school, and that's literally what I did.
2: You did. Imagine, imagine Elizabeth Banks was our teacher, though. Jesus
0: hell. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll save my Chris <laughs> casting to to when he's finished. <laughs>
1: um, and I almost made, well, you were about to be the uh, James Gunn character, the Hank the teacher, but then you said that you're now Wally, uh, the guy the Yeah. Wally. Yeah. I'll meet you uh,
0: I'll be Wally. At one point, I did have me and Chris as Wally and uh, and what's his name, Bill, in the car, and that was going to be us, but I thought it didn't quite fit. But there was one scene where uh, Nathan in radios uh, Shelby, Jenna Fisher, and her attitude. how do you make it for me? Because I'm not the I'm on the phone. I was going to say, she, she's exactly my, my energy, 100%. <laughs> so I was like, I need to be her. So I thought I oh, will gender swap Chris as well. And I can see Chris, I bet Chris. Either really, really enjoys or despises the whole idea of having a good long soak in the bath, so he could be Kylie. Uh, <laughs> <bath>. <laughs> yeah. okay, so, so that's the reason that Chris can hate being in the bath for a long time, can be because there's little slugs in there. i by um, a slug, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's and so Amy, funny. you've done anything
2: I was gonna say, just before carry on, it's so funny when Chris talks, it sounds like he's on a go slow at the moment.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's tough to have a conversation with
1: him when his lips and the sound aren't matching at all. Oh,
2: we apologise for any of these things. I think, he's, I think he's buffering some <laughs> no, porn or something. I think
1: something's going on because you kept talking and even have a game to go like that to listen. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> so you're basically yeah, like you're slowing your words.
0: Yeah. Uh, Andy, what about you recasting guess. Lies?
2: Well, once again, this is one of these films where I'll try to put it in. Who would play a modern version of this? Which, you could pretty much keep the same cast because it's not that long ago. Yeah. However, If I had to go back, I'll go back, so before, like, Nathan Fillion and all that exists, I think a young Tom Cruise in this film. (laughs) Like, so if we did this in the kind of 90s and all that, you have Tom Cruise and Nathan Fillion, and then Michael Rooker still played it. Mm. However, Arnie.
0: Arnie. I reckon
2: Arnie in full prosthetics. Because when he was talking, he kind of going like this. either Sylvester Stallone or Arnie, I would (laughs) say, is Michael Rooker's character, I think. That would
0: work. Yeah. So uh, Tom
2: Cruise I'm going to say Tom Cruise versus Arnold Schwarzenegger in
0: Slither. Maybe even in ninety-five, Tom Cruise would probably insist on being more heroic and changing the script around though. That's he it. might have got more bike though. Yeah, it would have got oh, more yeah, bike I was with the couple. To say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay then, so I have I've returned to my roots with this one. I did a bit of research and also a bit of that blatantly a reference. So this is a long list of things that were intentionally referenced by Slither. Dr. Doolittle, they just said that. But other than that, Rosemary's Baby, The Shining, Student Bodies, Deadly Blessing, The Evil Dead, The Thing, Videodrome, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Fly, From Beyond, The Predator, The Blob, Tremors, The Crying Game, that was the karaoke, Dawn of the Dead, and Serenity. Uh, they were all directly, intentionally referenced in this film, uh, most of which I picked up on. And uh, my, my new criteria, Dead Man Walking, I've never seen this before michael rooker was a dead cert the first time i saw him i didn't know he was going to be the villain i didn't know he was going to be like i thought this was about little bugs not necessarily but i thought the first moment i saw michael rooker dead man walking turned it to be true true could this have come out in 1995 absolutely good because it's made as if it could have come out in it like it's made yeah. like a 1995 yeah. horror film and he's just cast us cast it for us so that's perfect who's in the wrong film I think the Struttermeyer family, as in the family at the firehouse, firehouse the fam, family at the farmhouse, that's a different film. Like, it's it's the poster artwork. Yeah. But Kylie's just like a hanger-on for the rest of the time she's in the film. She even gets, like, thrown into the corner of the room for the big finale, and then we never see her until it's all over with. So <laughs> she's totally in a different film. So The whole family is a, a different film that's interrupted. And what happens next? Surely the FBI closed the entire town down, deny the whole thing happened, and the three survivors get silenced. I would say, is well, probably. Did you not watch happened. the post credit scene? Oh, I saw that, yeah, like, obviously yeah. that happens, but yeah, I, I, like the, was that, we've got a cat a now cat. roaming the earth, but. Chris, didn't yeah, I, he looked confused.
1: Oh, was a post credit. I, I didn't actually I have to go
0: back. <laughs> you have to go back and watch it. Uh, this but is yeah, teams reading
2: Ninja Turtles all over again.
0: <laughs> the whole town is uh, getting. <laughs> Wiped off the map. That town yeah. won't exist in a month's time. It'll be gone. So uh, Silent Hill style. Silent Hill style, exactly. Yeah, very much the like hellmouth opened up there. Point seven on the podcast: tropes that need to die. Chris, this is your segment.
1: Uh, yeah, I've changed it to movie. Er, tropes, horror movie tropes that need to die.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So um, for this one, falling over when running. Yeah. Don't know why, but in horror films, ladies can't run. I like had that written.
0: Because as Kylie does it, isn't she? she's just walking along. Yeah. And all of a sudden she just goes, oh, just throws herself down.
1: I think Starla does it just after the big blobs, that big blob scene, she just falls over and has to get her mouth covered.
0: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: But I don't know what it is about horror films. Ladies just can't run. they trip tripping yeah. over thin air.
0: The legs just give out on them at one point. Hey, what about you, Andy? What's your trope? I think
2: unnecessary bath scenes. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, it was a good shot, but really... He just, like, all the camera crew and James going, just got her in a bathtub just to see her naked.
0: <laughs> Again, I think it's purely just for the... This'll sell some tickets to teenagers who'll come and see this film. Yeah. Uh, so. My trope needs to die. And this is one I'm stoutly in favour of. Hive minds and movies where you have to kill the queen so that everything dies. It seems like an... An easy reset button for like a plot of a film. So, oh damn, we've gone too far. Well, <laughs> just kill that one, and all the rest will die, and everything will go back to normal again. So that needs to go. It's
1: just when that. they kill the hive mind, and they all come back to life like as nothing ever happened.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I kind of, well, see. Well, I would actually like with a hive mind film it would be like the hive mind to so like the things, but then it's like they're like, oh, like, we don't know what to do now, and then they just kind of become mindless drones that you can program and do what you want. So they're like yeah. blank slates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Okay, okay. On the point eight on the podcast, our nominations for the ten point podcast awards. Chris, why don't you lead us off? Oh yeah.
1: Um, best actor, I put the fillion. Uh, best badass, I put the fillion.
0: I, <laughs> I, be- I would, I would argue was the badass. I don't think he is a badass. That's no, because of the point I was making before. I would have best cop. I've got best, him as best definitely cop. best cop. Oh, yeah. yeah, best yeah, cop. I'm that. not. sure, I don't think he's a badass. I don't think he fits the criteria of badass.
1: I don't like think a badass. <laughs> I'm talk best. talking about the actor, go best. i just talking about the villain in general. Yeah,
2: right? yeah but oh, I, would, right. I, I would go for best actor is uh, Michael Rooker in this one. Closer I would agree. By
0: Elizabeth Banks. I would, yeah, the two of them okay. are definitely a head a fill But I would go Michael Rooker, probably because it was harder for him to act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, my
1: biggest bell-end was the mayor. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, again, Grant
0: Grant. see, I've got him as, I've got the mayor as best villain, because I enjoyed him the most <laughs> as being a villain because I didn't find him that much, like he was enjoyable as a villain. I feel like we've kind of, in the past, yeah. separated biggest villain is most annoying person, yeah. and best villain is the best annoying person, if you know what I'm saying. But I'll, I'll, I'll happily give him biggest villain. I not really
1: see he's as a villain in this, though. He's just a dick. Yeah, fair so enough. I'm, we'll choose the, the best villain. Fair because enough. Because Grant Grant was the villain. Yes, yes. Uh, my best death was the guy behind you, Bruce, getting split in half. Yep,
0: undoubtedly the best death. Uh, split v- vertically, it sliced in half the long way. Yeah. Gonna...
1: <laughs> uh, my biggest jump scare was the dog falling in the basement. Completely oh, yeah. oh yeah, the dog, yeah, yeah. Just drop, was dead, scared, there shit. was a couple.
2: There was a couple of points where I thought you were going to shit yourself.
1: Uh, that was a that the dog. <laughs> uh, my best special effects. Happy Brenda. But uh, the other thing about it is probably what's his face? Grant Grant.
0: I think it probably is. Blob Grant Grant, yes, I think
1: so. Uh, the worst of special effects was the, the mass swelling at the end and the explosion.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so funny.
1: It's slowing down in the middle He's of the slowing time. down
2: till it can <laughs> grind. Stop uh, yeah.
1: porn. <laughs> it's like. It's not nothing so fucking wrong.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, I, I'd agree. The explosions weren't the best at the end. Uh, with cool,
1: that, okay. Um, uh, my Diane John Jules was Jenna Fisher, yep. Same completely other like Oh my god, it's Pam <laughs> uh,
0: being a receptionist uh, again. My best
1: line, I put, um, just as he sees the blob, and uh, Nathan Filling says, Well, now that is some fucked up shit.
0: <laughs> I had that written down, but I think I put that. It'll work for best line, but I did it... Ah, what the hell is it? Uh, best Reaction, apparently, is an <laughs> yeah. award we had. And I thought that was a good reaction to what he'd seen in front of him. But yeah, best line will do, if you like.
1: Uh, Bill's best call-up. Well, our best song was uh, Baby I Love You by the Yahoos, the song at the very end.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: I can't remember what they said now, but it's like...
2: James Gunn knows how to put a
0: soundtrack together. That's where some of the swearing came from, from my counter as yeah. well, because it's still <laughs> happening on screen, like there's still something happening. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that song. I forgot to look it up, so yeah, I'll go with that.
1: Uh, I put Best Costume as Grant, but that's yeah. also special effects, so... Yeah, yeah, um, I'm
0: happy to double-nominate it.
1: The most pornographic was a cheeky wee nip up in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know, if Game of Thrones has taught us anything, foot fetishes are back.
0: I mean, there's probably actually, maybe not as literally as pornographic, but the implication of a lot of the alien insemination, if they would call it that, it was very pornographic. Oh yeah, that
2: woman, like, when she getting impregnated, she just had a massive orgasm on the sofa for Yeah,
0: I think that'd be more pornographic than a cheeky uh, I mean, wee the nip bell
1: thing freaked me out. <laughs> uh the most annoying kids was uh, the the zombie girls
0: ah oh, they're terrifying
1: <laughs> i don't know what this is, zombie like ghost kids and zombie kids freak me out
0: yep. ghost kids are the worst so yeah Ooh.
1: but yeah that's me
0: not you uh right, i'm gonna leave that that's my favorite one so i'm leaving that to the end so i'll work my way backwards uh i've got most obvious name as grant as in the Grant family calling the son Grant. However, Grant Grant is still the best character name, so I've nominated <laughs> it for that as well. I think have
1: had the best character name.
0: Uh, well, so we got best supporting. I put Greg Henry as the mayor as best supporting actor, because I think he did. Yeah. Like he, he hit 100 out of 100 with what he had to do in his role. Like Everything was perfect, what he did in his role. Best product placement, Andy. Did you have one for this? I don't had
2: Budweiser. It was the only
0: thing I've seen. I went Mr. Pib, but I don't know if they paid for it. I don't know if that was like a joke or right. an actual product yeah. placement. But yeah, Budweiser would probably be the better option, I think. Uh, best Jimmy, James Gunn, he is in the film, so I'm giving him Best Jimmy. Yeah. And where are we? So the one I went to the end, Best Cameo, I, I'm assuming Chris noticed this. I don't know if Andy's aware of it. Did you see who played the role of the Doctor on the other end of the phone when she phones up the Doctor to find out? Yeah, I know who it was. Yeah. Um... That was Rob Zombie played the Doctor yeah. on the other end of the phone. I was like, "What the hell? <laughs> Why Rob Zombie?" Well, apparently he was the, the the Doctor. Apparently he's in lots of James Gunn stuff. It's Rob Zombie. I'd missed out on. Uh, Andy, that's then for me. Any nominations from you?
2: The only one I would throw in with best cameo would be um, the other Gun. What do you call him? He was Sean
0: Gunn. Was he?
2: Hi, in Sean it? Gunn. Hi, he was. He was one of the guys just like doing the voice work with uh, next to uh, what do you call him?
0: oh right well part of part of the extended yeah
2: yeah there was the, the woman that did the talking but then he's like right next to michael rucker just being like the thingy skinny guy
0: i didn't even notice so that's a good yeah. one uh-huh.
2: yeah but obviously back then he would have been literally a nobody's only because of guardians of the galaxy but when i went back it's like oh it's him as well <laughs> yeah, all so good. both guns are in this that. that's good very good missed
0: him uh,
2: but yeah other than that uh, best name object the hairbrush
0: hairbrush yeah good good yeah very good Okay, that's us. On to point nine then. Point nine is our moral of the story. Uh, I know Chris was struggling to come up with his one, so I'll start off with my one. Moral of the story: Don't touch deer feces and eat a sandwich without washing <laughs> your hands. <laughs> 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 that's the moral of the story. Uh, Andy, what was your moral of the story?
2: I was just going to say the same thing as: Don't poke weird shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and Chris, what's your moral? Oh, both of yours are better. Mine's is uh, no good ever comes from going into a basement.
0: That's yeah, it's true. I can't think of anything good.
1: Okay, okay. On the point
0: ten, point ten is the ten point rating. Andy, you picked the film this week. You get to rate it first.
2: Uh, basically, I want to sum this up with this film is like bizarre, batshit crazy at times, Here's gruesome, uh, all over the shop, scary at times. It's like it's a film that doesn't know what it is. Hmm. However, they all seem to work together, and it's a film that I've always loved. Um, so there's nothing else to say other than, I guess, a seven.
0: A seven from Andy. Uh, Chris, I've got you next,
1: because you've seen it. Um, it's a perfect horror film. It's, uh, like, overly gory. It's got jump scares. Uh, it's got a bit of suspense to it. But, like, a few of the things that we've seen, like, the taglines it's been accommodated, it wasn't funny at all, I think. Um, Everything's, like, an homage to other horror films that we've all seen done better and done better. It gets a four for me. Four
0: from Chris. Oh, you fucking I can't savage! I Chris is actually slowing down now. It sounds like it's him that's uh, yeah, Huggy Slurring down. now. Uh, uh, having never seen it before, but into it with some preconceptions to find out that a lot of them were misconceptions. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I don't think I like the film. Like, I'm not like, oh yes, Slither, but I also can't fault the film. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no low points. I had I had one low point, which was a, a storyline problem. I was going to have. And they they paid it off in the way that I liked. But I'm not like, I like this film. So I have to give it a six because it's good, but I don't necessarily like it. So it's a high end of the middle ground. So six is perfectly fine. Would watch again. Not excited about watching again, but I'm going to land in a six. So that means it's that. I think that actually gives it a six overall. So the official 10 point podcast rating is a six out of 10 for Slither which I think is pretty much nailed on for what it should be. It's a good B-movie, which is not, not an easy thing to come by. So I think I know what Andy's theme is, although he's already now convinced me that I, I don't know what it is. Chris <laughs> was going to try and beat me to the punch. So, Chris, what's Andy's theme on three movies that are Slither, Evolution, and Prey? Prey. Three I was say Aliens. No. <laughs> well, my pick was it came from outer space, was what my theory was. That always. is literally
2: the one I thought you'd think, like asteroids yeah. or like because even at the start of Prey, it's just like a big thing coming yeah. right. In the start.
0: Yeah, all films basically start the same.
2: <laughs> it, it, no, it is not. Not my intention. It is not aliens and things that come from outer space.
0: Right. Okay. It is
2: not the theme, however, that theme does perfectly fit so far. It, but absolutely,
0: like you've managed to accidentally pick three films that start identically. Quite yes. Uh, completely
2: by accident so i
0: didn't think any further than that cause i thought I, I I did think it was very limiting that you would pick that as a theme for all of your things but if it's it's literally what they were they were all yeah, exactly no, that
2: that was completely by coincidence
0: okay 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 then chris is still pondering like <laughs> he's, he's, he's still like no
1: i thought i had one there like if uh, people were getting impregnated by aliens but there's not one in place so you don't know she
2: might have banged up on well we what do we saw the film <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what happens
2: uh,
0: afterwards? We'd better go on with next week better Normally next, I need to buy go. a bit of time at this point We have The Wheel next But it's our horror movie spectacular here this month This is the here. first time
2: you guys are seeing what he's picked
0: Right, so this is, again, we've gone to Sean's massive long list of recommendations uh, We're getting an extra Sean pick this season So Can Andy, do you want to explain what's on The Wheel? Because you had to make an amendment, I believe Right,
2: so this is uh, Sean's top horror picks
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Everyone, there's no way he picked that
2: one. Yeah, so there's one of them. Um, I added in because he'd already picked one. He picked *Put Cabin in the Woods*, which we've obviously done
1: twice.
2: Uh, has he got saw twice? Has he? Oh, he's well, got saw twice. Well,
0: so we, could do, we could do we do saw one or saw two, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, He's
2: doubling his odds by putting saw. So, this is just a copy and paste. But yeah, one of them I added in is *Killer Clowns from, from Outer, outer space.
0: space*. I thought so. Yeah. Um, no apparently,
2: apparently it's another B movie that. Everybody raves about it and it's got a video game coming out. So I thought, yeah, Sean's never watched that. We'll put that on the wheel since he fucked up. <laughs> so if it lands on one of the two saws or
0: well, just the saw, I guess. Okay, saw. <laughs>
2: um and any the only other thing he said about this wheel is anything else is the original so it is the original texas chainsaw massacre right, Is okay. the original scream
0: it is pretty much the og horror movies of the last yeah. hundred years isn't it so it's yeah. quite a good selection in there
2: so right let's spin this wheel and see what, what, what we're watching next week next and as we i
0: suspected carry on spinning it andy i'll talk over the top of it uh, as on, i suspected the uh, my next pick is on this wheel right. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> here
2: we go what are we gonna get we're slowing down we're slowing down oh i would say halloween it's gonna do it it's gonna oh, do it's
1: going it. it and is... of course it lands on
0: what my next pick was going to be the uh, <laughs>
2: there we go it's the Shining.
0: oh yeah the Shining. uh that gives me uh, a month if <laughs> i'd <and> pick another <laughs> film to do i might just move up what my next pick was going to be actually now think about it the shining I was going to pick it for no reason. I don't have a theme. So Sean has picked it for us. A good pick. Jack Nicholson stars in the Stanley Kubrick's horror movie from 1980, I believe. Um, what I was going to do when I picked it, I will do now for this week, is I'm going to watch a documentary called Room Two. Two Three Seven? Yeah. Uh, about all of the conspiracy theories and stuff behind the movie The Shining as well. So I'll bring that extra knowledge bombs because I quite I own that DVD of that documentary. So uh, I've, watch. I've
2: watched the Zach Bagans episode where they go to the hotel where this is based on.
0: The Shining is a very popular, uh, well-respected and often talked about film. So that's Sean's pick for next week. So everybody has The Shining defined. Much easier, I would imagine. It will at least be on one streaming service this, this yeah. October, I would imagine. December. Exactly, I do as well. Uh, And we'll see you next time on the 10 Point Podcast for The Shining. (laughs)